So this is our last service of 2014. Um, next time we come together on a Saturday night, it will be a new year. So this is our New Year's service. New Year's resolutions. What are they all about? Why do we do them? Weight loss. They are, amen, they're about weight loss. New Year's resolutions are often about growth. They're often about uh, self-improvement or the desire for change or they're, they're about the aspirations of success. They're about improvement. Many people actually write lists. Raise your hand if you actually write out a list of, of resolutions. My daughter does. The little ones do. So if we go home and if we wrote out 10 things that I want to accomplish in 2015. If we went and we had a list and that was our, that was our heading. 10 things I want to accomplish in 2015. If we are writing that list to find success, then right after writing that title, we should take a red sharpie and write right through the title. If we're looking for a list to be the thing that we find achievement or validation or a way to gauge success, then we shouldn't even waste the ink needed to write out that title. Instead of writing a list, perhaps we should write a question. Who do I want to be in 2015? Or better yet, maybe we could post this question to ourselves right now. Who do I want to be tonight? And before we enter that, that question, who do I want to be tonight? Right beneath that question, write these words. That person that I want to be is only found in Jesus Christ. I know it's a bold statement, but it's the truth. Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be this year, this month? But who do I want to be tonight? With the understanding that that person that I want to be can only be found in Jesus Christ. Friends, I wouldn't stand up here and make that statement if I didn't believe it with every bit of my heart. This time of year, we write lists. It started with Thanksgiving, a massive shopping list to make sure that we had the biggest meal possible. Then it was followed by gift lists and then New Year's resolutions. The list contains good things. Resolutions. Positive things. Things we want to change. Things we want to improve on. Things we want to do. Things we want to achieve. It could be I want to lose weight. It could be I want to build more muscle. It could be I want to take a family vacation this year. Or I want to spend more time in prayer and in the Word. The list absolutely and certainly contains good things. I've never seen a list that said, I want to pack on 27 pounds of fat this year and I want to do it by summer for bikini season. 
I've never seen a list that says, I want to re-examine Star Wars Episode One and fall in love with Jar Jar Binks all over again. That list doesn't exist. I want to spend more money. I want to go nuts. I want to spend more money than I make. Now, the things that we put on those lists are good. But here's the key, friends. There's still things. There's still things. Things for us to gain, to lose, to achieve, to attain. What does Paul say about things? We're going to be tonight in Philippians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 4. For, for most of the scripture tonight. Let's start off with Philippians 3, verses 7 and 8. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish so that I may gain Christ. I don't do this often, do the whole everyone repeat after me thing, but I'm going to do that repeat after me thing. So humor me. Everyone repeat after me. That person that I want to be is found only in Christ. I want to read that verse 8 again and continue into verse 10. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. Not having a righteousness of my own derived from the list or the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed to His death. Let's please leave that scripture up for a while. Friends, our righteousness does not come from compiling and finding success in a very well put together list of do's and don'ts, of self-improvements or, or attainable goals or even really ambitious goals. Our righteousness does not come from being a good Christian. Our righteousness does not come from obeying the Ten Commandments. Our righteousness comes from one place and one place only. And that's through the person of Jesus Christ, the completed work of Jesus Christ only. And this scripture says it comes on the basis of faith. What does that mean, the basis of faith? It means that we walk out our lives in faith of Jesus Christ, one day at a time, one step at a time. But the key is faithfulness in stepping, in walking, in 
persisting in enduring in faithfulness of our pursuit of God. What is the result of this faith-filled walk with Jesus? Verse 10 says this, that I may know Him. One, that I may know Him. Two, that I may know the power of His resurrection. Three, that I may know the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed to or complying with His death. The fellowship of His sufferings and complying with His death is what? The fellowship of His sufferings. The conforming to His death. Friends, this is one thing and one thing only. Life. Because it says, His death, His suffering. The fellowship of His suffering. You see, He suffered. He's the one that bore stripes. He's the one that paid a price that that none of us in this room could ever pay. He's the one that died. That sat in a tomb. And on the third day, walked out of that tomb, triumphant, victorious, and made himself known, and is still making himself known to you and I, that we might know him, is what Paul says. That should be our pursuit, friends, to know the Lord daily. I want to know more and more about him. I want to look more and more like him. I want to sound more and more like him. This is, this is my son right here. This is Jordan. And I love it when people say, oh my gosh, just a chip off the old block. Oh my gosh, he looks just like you, Mark. He, oh, but you got no, no doubt that he's your son. I love when people say that because I love my boy. But I want people to say that about me. Oh, no doubt who your dad is. Oh, you just, you look just like him. You sound just like him. To know Him. Life is only found in Him. Jesus suffered so that we could have life in Him. Jesus died a brutal, shameful death so that we could have life in Him. Thank you for keeping that scripture up. So who do I want to be tonight? Who do you want to be tonight not who do I want to be this time next year that's one of the things I don't like about resolutions it gives us a lot of cushion it gives us a lot of cushion by this time next year I will have hoped to have attained or achieved these successes who do I want to be tonight who do I want to walk out of this place saying This is who I am. You don't wait until you get your shiny new Bible. You don't wait until God surrounds you with this awesome, on fire, new group of Christian friends that you start serving Him. It starts right now. It takes us facing the Lord and responding with the most simple of responses. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I believe. I receive. Yes. Friends, let's not over-religiousize this. 
We say yes to His plan. We receive that free gift done. Now we walk it out. We walk it out. I know I've said it often, but justification, just as I am, the minute I stand before God, aware that I am a sinner and that I need Him, boom, I am saved. Just like that, I am justified. So what is sanctification? It's walking it out. It's every day. It's step by step. It's like I took a wrong direction or I stumbled or I fell or I blatantly turned and went back the other way and then said, no, this is the right way. It is walking it out. Daily sanctified. Growing to look more and more like Him, sound more and more like Him, reflect His heart. You want success? You want a truly successful life? You want to look back at the end of the year and take inventory of your life and be able to look and see success? Success is only found in Jesus Christ. Mark, that's awful narrow-minded. I'm okay with that. I believe it to be true. I'm not talking about other attainable, measurable things. Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? The answer to that question is the kind of success I'm talking about. Who do I want to look like? Who do I want to act like? Who do I want to leave this place as tonight? Who do I want to commit in my heart to be tonight? That is the measure of success that I'm talking about. But where is Jesus taking me? Doesn't matter. Follow. But what if it's a hard road? Then you really want to follow Jesus. You don't want to be doing it alone. Follow. The disciples had similar questions and Jesus had the exact same answer in John chapter 14. Verse 5, it says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Friends, we want a successful life. It is only found in Jesus. It's only found in Him. That's the only direction to the Father. There's a saying, all roads lead to God. I'm sorry, that's bull, and it's okay. It's bull. It's not true. To get to my house, I live here in Erie, Colorado. To get to my house, there's different routes that you can take. But when push comes to shove, there is one address. There is one place I live. There's one place I lay my head at night. One. That is it. And there's only really two ways kind of in and out. I mean, unless you're like hopping fences. So like that, maybe six. We got to be okay with accepting the fact that there's not infinite answers to simple questions. Mark, that is so narrow-minded of you. I know. And I'm also ridiculously narrow-minded when I say 7 plus 2 is 9. 7 plus 2 is 9. It is not 26. 
It is not tree. It is not magenta. Seven plus two is nine. There's many answers in this world where there are questions where there's one answer, one correct answer. And friends, I'm just letting you know the correct answer to, to life and life abundantly is Jesus Christ. We've made one particular scripture our battle cry for being successful. We've made Philippians 4.13 our mantra for accomplishing goals and finding all kinds of successes. And in the 80s and 90s, it was a huge deal. All these football players in college would wear Phil 413 on their towels. Because it says this, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. That's what Philippians 413 says. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's put that baby on a t-shirt. That'll sell. Let's tweet that. That's awesome. But we ignore the verse that comes right before it. Philippians 4.12 I know how to get along with humble means. And I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Friends, we can't ignore verse 12 just to to get the catchphrase of verse 13. What this should say, and what's a more accurate translation is, I can endure all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Not I can do all things. This isn't about success. This isn't about athletic success or any other kind of success. This is about, I can walk through all circumstances, all hardships, all difficulties, all successes through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And friends, let's not kid ourselves. Successes can make us crash just as hard as failures. They both need an unbelievable amount of grace to walk through them. We've made too many scriptures about us instead of about Jesus Christ. We've used bits and pieces of too many scriptures just to temporarily encourage us instead of finding ourselves in Jesus Christ. And forget temporary encouragement. I walk a life of encouragement because I know who I am. I find myself in Him. Too often we ask ourselves, Lord, what is your will for my life? Lord, what is your will for my life? Wrong question. Lord, what is your will? Period. And I will find my life in you. It is not about me, Lord. What is your will? And I will jump into your will. And I will do what your will is. Let's not just make this about me, Lord. What is your will? And that's what I'll be obedient to. It's this thing. This is on, right? I just want to. Pretty quiet. I can endure all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. You and I. Have a pretty amazing year ahead of us. 
it will be filled with good times. It'll be filled with mad times. It'll be filled with bad times. And it's going to be an incredible year. Because, friends, we don't walk this alone. And we can endure all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. I've had some difficult times here lately, but I've had some wonderful joys through those difficulties. In the midst of difficulties, I've seen God's faithfulness more than ever. And friends, I know we can all say the same thing. Given the choice between walking out the good times or walking out the bad times, I'm going to choose the good. But the bad are there. I'm going to have them. And when I walk them out, I'm not going to resent God. I'm not going to blame God. I'm going to cling to Him. I'm going to embrace Him. I'm going to strive to get to know Him more. Because the bad times aren't because of Him. He carries us through the bad times. The good times ain't because of me. They're not because of my successes. They're not because of my abilities to successfully check off items on a, on a list that I make at the end of December. The good times are there and I'm going to give Him thanks. I'm going to give Him praise and I'm going to remember Him and I'm going to acknowledge Him and I'm going to cling to Him. Good times, mad times, bad times. We can make it through them all with joy, with peace, with security, with rest, with help, with all of these things found in the presence of God. Finding ourselves in the presence of God is such a needed thing. Bringing ourselves to the presence of God where that we find joy, rest, hope, peace, security. We find ourselves in Christ Jesus. You and I have an amazing year ahead of us. You and I have an amazing month ahead of us. You and I have an amazing week ahead of us. You and I have an amazing night ahead of us. Let's not wait to do anything God's told us to do until tomorrow. Until until January 1st. Let's find ourselves in Christ. Who do we want to be tonight? Who do you want to be tonight? That person that you want to be is only found in Jesus Christ. I. Who do I want to be tonight? I want to be a more patient father. I do. I want to be a more patient father. That person is only found in Jesus Christ. I want to be a more supportive and loving husband. That's what I want to be. That person only found in Jesus Christ. I want to be a a pastor that looks more like Jesus. That responds more like Jesus. That sounds more like Jesus. That proclaims more the power of Jesus Christ. That person is only found in Jesus Christ. 
I've asked the question, who do you want to be tonight? And we think it's just rhetorical, but I'm completely serious. Who do you want to be? That person is found to full measure and success and with fulfillment and with joy and with peace in Jesus Christ. See, the truth is, at times I'm very impatient with my kids. But I know who I want to be, and so I'm going to look to Jesus Christ. And so when I fall short, there's grace, there's patience, there's understanding. Same thing with, with my wife, or, or leading this church, or being whatever your answer is. Who do you want to be tonight? That person's found in Jesus Christ. And not just barely found, but clearly identified as one who looks and sounds like your father. I went back and forth on whether or not to do this. Might as well. I mentioned, you know, who I wanted to be tonight. And I mentioned being a more patient father. Is there anybody that in asking yourself that question, who do you want to be tonight? Is there anybody willing to share an answer? Who do you want to be tonight? Hawk, that person's found in Jesus Christ. That's good. Anybody else? Logan wants to be a nicer person. Logan, that person is found in Jesus Christ. Me too. That person is found in Jesus Christ. Whatever our answer is, guys, what's your answer, buddy? Me too. He wants to be wiser as he grows up. Well, you know what? That wise person is found in Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Crystal, that's found in Jesus Christ. The person you just described, Baron, is found in Jesus Christ and only in Jesus Christ. Identity. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> person's found in Jesus Christ. Thank you, guys. Just so we're abundantly clear, I'm not against lists. I'm not anti-list. I'm not an anti-listite. I'm not against New Year's resolutions. But let's just make sure that those lists aren't just about a bunch of things that are going to make us happy or feel better about ourselves or give us a better quality of life or a better perceived quality of life. And let's just make sure that the things on that list, that if and when we fall short of those things, those things aren't the things that define us or that make us feel like failures. We call that the law, by the way that list of things we can't measure up to. Jesus called it the law. And he both fulfilled it and annihilated it. So let's make sure that those lists are about who? About Jesus Christ. And that the things that we'll find success in, they're found in him. So to show you that I'm not an anti-lists, 
I'll leave you with with one list also found in Philippians 4. Verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, so here's that list. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence or if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Let's pray.